Well, hi, I'm Ken Pierpont, and this is Stories from Bittersweet Farm. And today's story is chapter two, uh, three of my first book, Sunset on Summer. And the story is called Roadkill. When I was a boy, we lived in a wide spot in the road called Logansville, Ohio. My dad was the parson of the Congregational Church there. Friday was payday, and in good weather, I rode my bike up the hill west of town to Huber Rohr's house to pick up dad's check. It was $80 a week. Friday nights, we all went to town. Going to town on Friday nights in our family was a dress-up occasion. No Levi's, no sneakers allowed. The whole family would walk through the grocery store while mom and dad picked out our week's worth of groceries. And if there was a little extra, we would go to Clancy's hamburger stand and get the works. A hamburger, small fries, a soft drink. In the summer, we would often stop for a small vanilla cone. If we needed clothes and had the money, we would usually shop at the United store. Most of their stuff was new. All of it was cheap. I push mowed the church lawn for a dollar a week. If my memory serves me right, the lawn was 20 or 30 acres. That's back before the establishment of child labor laws and family protective agencies. I used my hard-earned money to add to my matchbox car collection. They had a big selection down at the Bonanza store. Usually, I would have enough money left over to buy a couple of bottles of orange crushed soda from the cool or at June night Sinclair station. It was an old-fashioned store with a wooden floor, a wooden frame screen door, and a green dinosaur sign. Sometimes, I would spend a summer morning collecting empties from the ditches around the township to get a popsicle from Helen's Market. One night, on the way back from town, we had an experience that has forever lodged itself in my mind. My sister and I were sitting in the back seat listening to my parents talk. Mom was in a happy mood. I was able to get enough to have a nice meal each day, she said. We're only short meat for one meal. And dad said, well, we'll just pray and the Lord will provide that meat. Seems to me the words had barely escaped his mouth when a rabbit darted into the road ahead of us. Dad let out an exclamation and there was a slight bump and he braked the car to a stop. It was a spring night, and the car light shone down into the ditch. Dad backed up the car, jumped out, scrambled down into the ditch, bent down, came up with a dazed rabbit. A sharp chop to the neck, and he put the fresh kill in the trunk with the rest of the groceries. Dad took the rabbit home, nailed it to a post in the basement, cleaned it, and we ate rabbit with potatoes and vegetables for dinner the next day. My sister and I avoided eating Peter Rabbit and filled up on potatoes and carrots. My little brother Kevin was about three at the time. It must have made a a real impression on him. A few days later, we were driving through town when a cat darted in front of the car. There's no way to miss him. Kevin was belted between my sister and me in the back seat. Oh my, we ran over a cat, someone said. Kevin said, oh no, that's going to taste terrible. Of course, we didn't eat the cat because the tires ruined all the good meat. Growing up, things almost always seemed tight. We lived from week to week, but I don't ever remember going to bed hungry, and we rarely had to eat roadkill. I've been young, and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread. Psalm 37, 25. It's a story from Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day, and the little light in the kitchen is always on.